Hey guys, it's Barack Lesnar doing a recap of all of the games that were played on October 30th, 2019. And as you can see here, there were a handful. There were 12, 11 games. A lot of stories for us to follow, so this is going to be a jam-packed video. Alright, so in an attempt to make the background on my videos look a little bit nicer, you could see... I worked very hard on that. Well, I added two Funko Pops to my little collection that I had. And two of them are Stephen Curry and Carl Anthony Towns. The same day Stephen Curry breaks his hand, Carl Anthony Towns gets in a fight with this guy. This guy. Joel Embiid, my namesake. And, uh, yeah, so... Not a very good day for Carl Anthony Towns or Stephen Curry. We will be talking about that and more. But I just wanted to show you guys my cool setup. I'm doing this just for you. For your viewing pleasure. Don't ever say Barack doesn't care. Alright, now. I know you're not here to view Funko Pops. You're here to view me discuss these games. And let's start with the Chicago Bulls versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Lori Markkinen. He his playing time is being affected now because his defense just isn't there. He took 12 shots, only made four of them. He was minus nine, as you can see. Uh, a lot of people love his fantasy game, but their coach, Boylan, he, he doesn't really play with the lack of defense. So hopefully it doesn't he gets it together because I could see it affecting his playing time, which would then affect his value. He made two of his six three-pointers, no steals. He got a block, only 16 points. Otto Porter Jr. came back to life this game. He had 15 points, uh, 5 out of 10 shooting, no steals and blocks. A lot of his value comes from those steals and blocks and his percentages. So hopefully we see more of that going forward. Wendell Carter Jr. had 15 points on eight shots with two blocks. He was minus one. Zach Levine, 16 points, 2 assists, a steal, no blocks. He was minus 6 in the minutes he played. He got 32 minutes. Uh, 4 of 8 three-pointers made, but not the best game by his own standards. Tomas Sadoransky, looking a little better than the start of the season. He got 27 minutes in this one at 8 points and 8 assists. No steals or blocks. Hopefully, he's breaking out of the funk that he was in. The 27 minutes is very nice. Speaking of the other point guards in that rotation, Chris Dunn got 20 minutes off the bench and Kobe White got 20 minutes off the bench. Neither one did much with those minutes, so hopefully Tomas Sadoransky can win out that job and I don't look like a fool for drafting him in so many of my leagues. Fingers crossed. Thaddeus Young got 22 minutes in this one. He had 14 points, 5 rebounds, and a steal. Keep an eye on how he affects Laurie Markkinen's minutes. I could see Thaddeus Young biting into his minutes some. He was only 5 off in this one, especially if Boylan is trying to instill winning values on them. Thaddeus Young is probably the biggest winner on that team, so keep an eye on that. Lou Cornette hit a three-pointer, had two blocks in 18 minutes. I wouldn't look at him outside of like a 20-team league. But if you need a big man that can get you some blocks in a 20-team league, he's not a terrible one. 
in Cleveland. Kevin Love had 17 points, 20 rebounds, and 6 assists. He had one of his three three-pointers. So a very Kevin Love stat line when he's healthy. He's an amazing fantasy producer. If he's dropped in value, it's not because of what he produces. It's because of his injury concerns. C.D. Osmond got almost 31 minutes. He only had six shot attempts, but he made four of his five three-pointers. He had a steal and a block, three assists. Pretty usable numbers. Uh, wouldn't pick him up in the 12-team league just yet, but 14 teams or more, I'm putting him on alert. Tristan Thompson, 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 blocks. That's what you'd like to see. Tristan Thompson's dealt with some injury concerns, but when healthy, these are the sort of lines that he can get you. The 5 blocks are a bonus. That's not really his forte. Colin Sexton had 18 points on 12 shots. He had... Uh, Four turnovers to two assists, no steals and blocks. Again, showing why he's just not a great fantasy basketball player. Darius Garland continues to have a pretty pedestrian rookie season compared to some of his uh, contemporaries. He had nine points and three assists, four of 11 shooting. Larry Nance Jr. got almost 30 minutes, but he missed six of his nine shots, had no steals or blocks. He was plus two in the minutes he played, however. I'm expecting a bounce back. I like those steals and blocks, and the fact he's hitting threes now, I would hold on to him. Jordan Clarkson, 17 points, 4 assists, pretty much nothing else. He did draw 9 free throws and hit 8 of them, so he's he's being pretty aggressive in the 25 minutes he played, and his minutes are creeping up. Last game, I believe he had around 18, so we might be seeing Colin Sexton going to the bench and Jordan Clarkson getting the start. They both fill similar roles, so it looks like Jordan Clarkson is doing it a little better, though. Kevin Porter Jr. played 20 minutes and had nine points. He only had four shots, so nothing else really stands out to me on the Cleveland bench. The New York Knicks took on the Orlando Magic and lost by 12. Julius Randle was minus 16. That stood out right away. He had 16 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists with 3 turnovers. Didn't make any of his 3-pointers. Didn't get you any steals. He did get a block. So that was a usable fantasy stat line. I think we all expected better production with him going to the Knicks. He was a 20-point-per-game scorer last year. But maybe the number of forwards on that team is affecting him. Marcus Morris only shot two for 11. He did get 31 minutes, and he had four blocks and a steal. So despite the fact he killed your field goal percentage, he helped you in other areas. He's still a low-end asset. It looks like that first game may have been a bit fluky with the scoring. If you don't have something better at the end of the bench, keep him. But if you see a hot free agent like Rashawn Holmes somehow on your waiver wire and he fits your team, drop him like a bad habit. Mitchell Robinson got... 19 minutes in this one he got the start but only 19 minutes and he had three blocks this is why i had him on my do not draft list too many unknowns he's not playing over 20 minutes really and it's just even though he can get you a lot of blocks in those 20 minutes considering he was going for like a first or second like a second round pick third round pick i just felt that was too high and it's kind of proving why R.J. Barrett probably had his worst game of the season. He was minus 20. They had him playing point guard. Doesn't look like it worked out in this one. He had nine points. 
nothing really else stands out. Wayne Ellington got a start in the backcourt with R.J. Barrett. He only scored two points, so continue ignoring him. Frank Nilekina got 30 minutes almost. He was plus two. He had seven points and four assists. Bobby Portis went back to the bench. He had 29 points, 12. I'm sorry. He had 29 minutes, 12 points, 10 rebounds, no steals or blocks. He hit two of his seven three-pointers. That's what you can expect from Bobby Portis. Some scoring, some rebounding, no steals and blocks. And an average field goal percentage at best. Kevin Knox, in his 23 minutes, took 10 shots, only made three of them. He did get a block. He was plus five. So we may see more minutes for him in the future, but right now, I'm avoiding him. Pretty much avoiding everyone on the Knicks bench for right now, except maybe Bobby Portis. On the Orlando Magic side, Jonathan Isaac had three blocks. I believe he's currently behind Anthony Davis only in blocks per game. He was plus 28, had 10 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. That's why I'm a fan of his game. Aaron Gordon had 15 points, 11 rebounds, a steal, and a block. Three of his six three-pointers. He was plus 17. Not a fan of his game, but that's a pretty good game for him. Vucevic has been a bit rusty to start the year, but he had 21 points and 13 rebounds. Was 8 of 17 shooting. Hit two three-pointers. So he put up what you expect from Vucevic when you drafted him. That's closer in line with what you should be expecting. Evan Fournier continues his strong play. He had 14 points, three rebounds, three assists. Hit two three-pointers. He was plus 23. So it looks like his starting spot, uh, starting spot is secure for now. DJ Augustine got 27 minutes, but outside of the five points and seven assists, didn't do much else. Al Farouk Aminu, might be time to start giving this guy a look. He got almost 26 minutes. He got a block. He was minus nine, but the nine points, eight rebounds, if you're in like a 14-team league or higher, I would start giving him a look. He's a guy that on occasion can help you with steals, blocks, and he hit two three-pointers. So if you need a stocks guy for cheap, there's one to look at. Terrence Ross missed nine of his ten shots. So I never had much faith in him. He's a very streaky shooter, and it looks like he that's continuing. He could get hot at some point, but until then, I'm avoiding him. Markel Fultz had seven points, hit three of his six shots. Didn't really do much. He was minus five. Unless he gets more minutes, I'm probably not rushing to pick him up. Mohamed Bamba had nine points and three rebounds. Nothing else. Michael Carter-Williams, you can just avoid him. He's not even worthy of talking about right now. On to the next game. Philadelphia blew Minnesota out in this one. And as I alluded earlier, this one ended in a brawl. Embiid and Cat are going to be suspended. It's very unlikely that they don't. I almost want to wait for you to see the brawl, but I guess we don't really have time. Let me hold on. All right, so here's the fight. I paused it for you. It's about to happen. Let's, let's zoom in. There it is. They keep saying my boy Cat is soft. He's trying to prove him wrong. 
Y'all seen Ben Simmons down there trying to choke him out? Look at that. Embiid is a seven-foot African. He didn't need you, Ben Simmons. You gonna choke my boy out like that? Now I got beef with Ben Simmons. Not cool, guys. Not cool at all. Anyways, on to the game itself. As you can see, Carl Anthony Towns and Embiid were both ejected. Carl Anthony Towns had 13.6 rebounds, two steals and a block. Hit three three-pointers, and it's to be seen how long they will be suspended. I'm assuming it'll at least be a few games. This wasn't as bad as the one that happened last year between the Rockets and the Lakers. I mean, it looked worse, actually, so maybe a longer suspension. So be ready to not have Carl Anthony Towns. Andrew Wiggins, man, minus 27. Ugh. 19 points. Did a little bit of everything with the five rebounds, a steal, a block. Missed five of his six three-pointers and 10 of his 16 shots. Minus 27, just not good. Robert Covington hit one of his four three-pointers, two of his seven shots. He did have a steal in three blocks, and that's what I want from Robert Covington. I want those steals, those threes, and those blocks, and he gave them to us this game. He only had seven points, though. Jeff Teague looked like there was an injury scare there for a little bit, but he ended up coming back. Had 15 points, five assists, with three turnovers, no steals or blocks. Shabazz Napier, he got 25 minutes, had 13 points, two steals, not a whole lot, but he's shown in the past that if he's getting minutes, he's a guy that can score. So if he's going to consistently get 25 minutes, he may be worthy of looking at. Jake Lehman also got 24 minutes, 6 points, 3 rebounds, and a steal. Not too exciting. Not very excited about anyone else on this bench. Though, if Carl Anthony Towns ends up missing a few games... Someone like Noah Vonley may have some short-term value or even Jordan Bell. I would have to see who plays the next game with Carl Anthony Towns most likely suspended. On the 76er side of things, we can also expect a suspension from Joel Embiid. Al Horford will probably slide to center. Tobias Harris will slide to power forward. And we'll have somebody, maybe Matisse Tybul will come in and play more minutes. Tobias Harris, 18 points and 9 rebounds with a steal. Typical Tobias Harris line. Al Horford had 12 points, 16 rebounds, and 4 assists. He's going to feast if Joel Embiid is gone for the next few games. Joel Embiid was crushing it. Had 19 points, 5 rebounds, a steal, and a block in 20 minutes. Ben Simmons had 16 points, 7 assists, though he had 6 turnovers. But those 3 steals and 2 blocks are very very nice his three-point shooting this season has been overstated considering i don't believe he's even taken one yet so if you were drafting him expecting three-pointers jokes on you josh richardson hasn't been shooting great to start the season but he had four steals and that's really what i want from him he can give me production across the board i normally budget his low field goal percentage into the equation he had two three-pointers as well off the bench, Furkan Korkmaz, what a name, had 17 points and two assists. He hit three of eight three-pointers. He may be getting more minutes with Embiid gone. He was plus nine. Uh, Matisse Thybul, four steals, two blocks. 
nine points. He hit a three-pointer. I see this guy, he's still a bit of a secret, but if he starts getting more minutes and he's giving you steals and blocks numbers while hitting three-pointers, he's going to start flying off of waiver wire. So keep an eye on him, and if you have room for him and you want to take a shot, he may be worth it even in a 12-team league, especially if you need more steals and blocks. All right, on to the next game. My Bucks lost in this one to a Jalen Brownless Boston Celtics. The play for my team is very concerning right now. It looks like we're missing Malcolm Brogdon. I was actually thinking, I hope it doesn't end up like that Dallas Mavericks team that let Tyson Chandler go because they didn't want to pay him and they were never the same team after that. I'm hoping Malcolm Brogdon leaving because we don't want to pay him doesn't end up with that same result. He's over there killing it in Indiana right now. But onto the game itself. Giannis struggled in this one. He did end up with 22 points. But honestly, he, he was struggling in this one. He wasn't as aggressive. The Boston Celtics had a formula to slow him down. Even though 22 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, and 2 blocks is a funny way to be slowed down. Chris Middleton. He had 26 points, hit 10 of his 15 shots. He hit three of his six three-pointers, hit all his free throws. No steals and blocks in this one, uh, but his scoring is starting to creep up. I drafted Chris Middleton a whole lot. I believe in him, so I like to see games like this. Would I like to see a win? He was minus eight in the minutes he played. Brooke Lopez has been uh, pretty average so far this season. He got two blocks in this one, but only 10 points, three rebounds, two assists. Definitely going to need some scoring in the 14 to 15 range uh, to boost his value. I hyped the guy up a lot because of his ability to hit three-pointers and blocks, and he's just been off to a pretty rough start. Wesley Matthews had his first really bad game, but with a guy that takes so many three-pointers, Seven of his eight shots were three-pointers. He's going to have some games like this. He had no steals and blocks. Eric Bledsoe, another person I hyped up on my bucks who continues to struggle as well. They really need to get it together because the team is suffering as a whole. He was only minus three while he was out there, better than all the other starters. Off the bench, George Hill had 12 points, five rebounds, two assists. He was minus eight. He got 20 minutes in this one, and there are probably going to be some rotational changes if the Bucks continue to struggle. Pat Connington got 21 minutes, only scored six points and nothing else of value. So the Bucks really need to get it together. We might see some of these guys start getting minutes if things don't change soon. On the Boston Celtics side of things, Jason Tatum had 25 points, four rebounds with two assists. He was plus 16. Gordon Hayward, I told you he might have a comeback. And so far he's been showing it. 21 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, a steal, a block, three of six three-pointers, nine of 17 shooting. That is a classic Gordon Hayward stat line. It may still be a little early to say this, but I think he may be back. We may be getting the old Gordon Hayward. Maybe not at full capacity, but if we get even 90% of the Utah Jazz Gordon Hayward, he's going to be a very good fantasy asset. 
Daniel Thijs had 11 points, 9 rebounds, and the block. 5 of 8 shooting in 28 minutes. Marcus Smart with Jalen Brown out. Got almost 39 minutes. He had 19 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists. He had a steal. Hit 5 of his 11 three-pointers. He was plus 8. Kemba Walker only shot 7 of 19, but he had 32 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. And it looks like he's starting to get comfortable with this team. He drew a ridiculous 15 free throws, and he hit 14 of them. So he's really helping you there especially with how much he hurt you with that 7 of 19 from field goal. At least he's helping you in all those other areas. Off the bench, the highest bench score scored three points, so that tells you everything. No one played over 20 minutes. Robert Williams was plus 11, but he only got 14 minutes. I'm hoping he gets more playing time. He's getting a block every game, but it doesn't seem like he's breaking that 13, 14-minute threshold. On to the next game. The Pacers took on the struggling Brooklyn Nets. Both were 1-3, and the Indiana Pacers took this one. Now, what they're probably going to show here is, right there, Miles Turner turned his ankle. Ooh, that was pretty nasty. He's going to get an MRI. Hopefully, he doesn't miss too much time, but it's probably going to be a few games for him which is rough because I have him on a lot of teams as well. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis had 29 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 11 of 18 shooting. So while Miles Turner is out, you can expect DeMontis Sabonis to feast. TJ Warren had 20 points, 8 of 16 shooting, 3 steals. So he continues to get those steals. Hopefully that's a new wrinkle in his game that would boost his value. But really his bread and butter is scoring and he's starting to do that again. He was plus 7. Look at this. DeMontis Sabonis was plus 26. Just shows you how effective the guy can be when given the opportunity. Miles Turner only played 9 minutes because of that ankle turn that you just saw. Hopefully he's fine. Jeremy Lamb had 25 points, 7 rebounds, a steal, 11 of 19 shooting, 3 of 7 three-pointers. Jeremy Lamb is a dog. Go ahead and get him. If somebody happened to drop him, go pick him up immediately. There was a bit of a buy low window there, but it's probably not open much longer with a performance like that. Malcolm Brogdon, I traded him for Eric Bledsoe in one of my leagues, my Barack Lesnar Hoops League, and I'm regretting it because the guy's been crushing it. He was only 7 of 19 in shooting and missed 4 of his 5 three-pointers, but he had 13 assists, 8 rebounds, 3 steals. He was plus 12, 21 points. And like I said, it looks like my Bucks are missing him. Doug McDermott got 32 minutes off the bench, but only scored six points. Justin Holiday also got 24 minutes. He had five points and seven rebounds. He's a guy that if he continues getting minutes, can help you with three steals and blocks. So if you need a stocks guy for cheap, if he continues getting minutes, he's one to keep an eye on. For the Brooklyn Nets, Joe Harris had 13 points, three of six shooting. He was minus eight. His production hasn't really been there so far, so hopefully he gets it together. Torian Prince, a guy I hyped up a bit. He's kind of struggled to start the season. He did have two steals, but he only made three of his ten shots. Took eight three-pointers and only made two. He was minus ten. 
DeAndre Jordan got a start. He played 22 minutes, had eight points and 17 rebounds, had a block. He was minus five. Karis LeVert had 15 points, six rebounds and three assists. He had six of eight team shooting and missed one of his two free throws, had four turnovers for three assists. He's kind of hurting you in some categories there. I'm not a big fan of him this year because of that. Kyrie Irving continues his amazing fantasy production. Had 28 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal and a block, 11 of 20 shooting. But the team appears to be struggling. They're off to a pretty bad start. But all should be well. They have KD waiting in the wings to come save them for next season if this is a down year. Spencer Dinwiddie got 27 minutes, had 20 points and 7 assists. 7 of 17 shooting. He's not a guy you draft for the field goal percentage, but for the scoring and assist potential, and he did that there. Jared Allen still got 22 minutes, had 8 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 blocks. That's about in line with what you can expect from Jared Allen. Rojan Kuroks had 2 points and 4 rebounds in 20 minutes. Really nothing else of worthy of discussing on the bench. All right, on to the next game. All right, so my goal is going to be to keep this video under 40 minutes. So we have 15 minutes to discuss all of these other teams. And the Detroit Pistons lost to the Toronto Raptors, who are now 4-1, showing how good that team was, even without Kawhi Leonard. Markeith Morris had 16 points, got 13 shots. So he had a really good game, but he's very streaky. I'm not dropping anyone of value to pick him up, but the minutes are nice. But once Blake Griffin is back, he's going to lose the majority of those minutes. Tony Snell got a start, but only played 19 minutes. Avoid him. Andre Drummond, 21 points, 22 rebounds, 5 turnovers, 10 to 17 shooting. This is what you want Andre Drummond for. He was minus 22, however. Luke Kennard, after I talked him up so much, only had 3 points in this game. He did have seven assists. The minutes are still there for him, though. Tim Frazier got a start. He played 22 minutes, had seven points and five assists. As long as he's starting, he may be worthy of you looking at in a deeper format. Langston Galloway had 17 points and pretty much not much else. He drew eight free throws and hit all eight, 26 minutes off the bench. Bruce Brown had 21 minutes and only scored a point. He had two steals. Derrick Rose had 16 points and 10 assists in a little under 21 minutes. Christian Wood got 15, close to 16 minutes. He put up nine points on four shots. He's a permanent monster, but he's going to need more minutes to justify having him. Unless you're in a really deep league. For the Toronto Raptors, OG Anunobi. 13 points, 8 rebounds with 2 steals, hit a 3-pointer. He continues to have an amazing season. Try to get him wherever you can. Pascal Siakam, 30 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 13 of 21 shooting, hit 3 3-pointers. Three and man, that boy is good. He's really proving that he was worth one of those early round picks you needed to use to get him. Mark Gasol continues to reached droppable territory, only played 15 minutes, only took three shots, had six points, four rebounds, and two assists. 
no blocks or steals. I'm going to need more from him. I'm starting to wear thin with my patience as far as he's concerned. Kyle Lowry had 20 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists, and 2 steals. So he continues to have an amazing season for a guy you could have grabbed around pick 60. Fred Van Vliet, 13 points and 11 assists. He was plus 21 in the minutes he played. Serge Ibaka got 31 minutes in this game. Had 19 points, 6 rebounds, and 2 steals. And he appears to be the center you want to own on the Toronto Raptors. Wish I would have picked him over Mark Gasol in the few leagues that I do have him. Norman Powell finally had a good scoring game. He was 7 of 10 shooting, hit three three-pointers, had 19 points. He played almost 29 minutes. So if you need a guard forward, Norman Powell is available on a lot of waiver wires. If you want to bank on this not being a fluke, you may want to give him a look. And other than that, not a whole lot going here on the bench. The Trailblazers beat the Oklahoma City Thunder by three. And even though this Thunder team is 1-4, they're really playing a lot of these teams very, very close. So uh, once they get it together, I could see them going on a winning streak. Rodney Hood got 33 minutes, nine points, two steals, and a block. The minutes are still there for him, though. Anthony Tolliver got 26 minutes in this one. He had six points and five rebounds, a steal and two blocks. I'm not picking him up anywhere, but if those numbers sound nice to you and you think he can keep it up, give him a look. Hassan Whiteside, 12 points, 12 rebounds, two steals, two blocks in 25 minutes. He only took nine shots. Really usable numbers, but the fact he's only playing 25 minutes says a lot. Damian Lillard, 23 points. 13 assists, 7 of 19 shooting. A lot of 7 of 19 shooting from our guards tonight. He had a nice game outside of the field goal percentage. CJ McCollum, not to be satisfied with 7 of 19, went 7 of 22 with 7 turnovers. Rough game. This Oklahoma City backcourt is making it hard on opposing point guards. Off the bench, Scala Bajir. He's a guy that's proven in the past when he gets minutes he can produce at seven points, a steal, and two blocks. He may be somebody to consider in a very deep format if he continues getting minutes. Ken Bazemore only got 21 minutes this game, had 14 points. He did have five personal fouls, which could have affected his playing time. He made three three-pointers as well. No steals and blocks, however. Mario Hizania scored two points, so that should tell you everything you need to know. And Anthony Simons got 15 minutes, had 7 points. I'm avoiding both of them for now. For the Oklahoma City Thunder, Nerlens Noel got a start. And here's what Nerlens Noel can do when he's getting minutes. He had 15 points, 14 rebounds, a steal, and a block. He was plus 1. Danilo Gallinari had 15 points, 6 rebounds, only 5 of 15 shooting. Terrence Ferguson had 2 points in 34 minutes. Don't. Go for him. Shago G is Alexander, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. He only had 3 of 13 shooting, but considering how efficient he's been, he deserves to be forgiven. He's going to have a great season. Chris Paul had his best game yet 21 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists with 2 steals. Drew 11 free throws and hit 10 of them. Dennis Schrader struggled shooting. He was only 6 of 17. 
He had three turnovers, which was more than his two assists, but he was plus six, had 17 points. It looks like he's trying to be sixth man of the year, and if there's a Chris Paul trade, his value is going to go up a lot. I have him on a few of my teams as my point guard number four or five. Other than that, really nothing exciting on the Oklahoma City bench. I do have to shout out Hamidou Diallo because he did have 12 points and 10 rebounds. But still, that's where Steven Adams gone. He had under 20 minutes. Keep an eye on him. Put him on your radar. Look for that name if he has another game or two. Hopefully he gets more playing time, but it's hard for me to trust guys only getting 19 minutes because for every great game they have, they struggle in another. On to the next. These are all-star game numbers. No defense was played in this one. Houston Rockets win a close one, 159 to 158. Crazy. Let's go into the details. P.J. Tucker, three steals. Hit one of four three-pointers. Had nine points. Was plus nine. That's what you can expect from P.J. Tucker. Daniel House Jr. had 16 points on nine shot attempts. Hit four three-pointers. Had two steals and a block. He's someone you might want to give a look at. It looks like he's getting consistent minutes in that starting lineup. But those minutes may be secure for him. So if he's available, give him a look. Maybe even in a 12-team league as an end-of-the-bench guy. Clint Capella, 12, 21 points, 12 rebounds, a steal and a block, 9-13 shooting. Only hurt you in your free throw percentage, 3-7. That's what you can expect from Clint Capella. James Harden had a 59-point game, 3 rebounds, 9 assists, and a steal. 18-32 shooting. He drew 18 free throws and hit 17 of them. Hit six three-pointers, showing why he was the number one overall fantasy player last year. He's still eating, even with Russell Westbrook gone. Even though his efficiency hasn't been there, his attempts have. And once they start falling, he'll be in competition for number one overall once again. Russell Westbrook, I'm really enjoying what he's doing so far this year. He has taken a step back to play with James Harden, which I didn't think would happen. He had 17 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds. Two steals in the block. Continues showing that Steven Adams was not the reason for his triple doubles. Things haters like me were saying. Eric Gordon played 31 minutes. Had 15 points. Nothing else. As I've compared him to in the past, he's like J.J. Reddick. He really only helps you in threes and points. I'm not excited by players like that. Austin Rivers got 19 minutes. Didn't do a whole lot. He did score 11 points. But... As I told you before, players under 20 minutes don't do anything for me. For the Washington Wizards, Rui Hachimura, another rookie having a great season. He had 23 points and 5 rebounds, hit all 3 of his 3-pointers. Thomas Bryant had 34 minutes and had 13 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, and 4 blocks. Man, he's having a great season. He's someone I wish I had in more teams. I do have him in a few but I wish I had him in more. Should have traded him for Chris Middleton when I had the chance, but it's too late now. That by-low window is shut. The secret is out on Thomas Bryant. Bradley Beal had an amazing game, 46 points on 14 of 20 shooting. Drew 12 free throws, hit 11 of them, and had hit 7 of his 12 three-pointers. Had 3 steals, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. This is why this guy was going in the top 10. When he's good, he's amazing. 
Is Smith got 23 minutes but didn't do anything. Davis Bertrands had 21 points, took 10 shots. Six of them were made three-pointers of the nine three-point attempts. He's not going to help you in any area other than scoring and three-pointers, but if you need a big man eligible player who can hit a lot of three-pointers, it looks like he's getting the minutes. Isaiah Thomas continues his comeback. He had 17 points. He hit two of his four three-pointers, had 10 assists. He had a really good game. If he continues to get minutes and he continues to play like this, he's going to be off the waiver wire completely. So if you need a point guard, now may be the time to see if he can continue doing it. Troy Brown, 16 minutes at 14 points. Moritz Wagner, 12 points, 5 rebounds, a steal. But under 14 minutes, again, not very excited by either one of those. On to the next game. The Hornets beat the Sacramento Kings in this one. P.J. Washington had himself a game. 23 points on 13 shots. 8 rebounds. No steals and blocks. But boy, he was good. He was plus 19. That's the best on the entire team. His playing time is safe. He had 36 minutes. If he's available somehow on your team, you want to pick him up. Miles Bridges had 17 points. Had 5 turnovers, a steal and a block. He only took 11 shots and hit 7 of them, so he continues to have a solid season, but it looks like P.J. Washington is producing the way people thought Miles Bridges would. Cody Zeller continues his awesome season with 12 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists. Didn't get any steals and blocks in this one, but he continues to have a very strong season for a guy who went mostly undrafted. Terry Rozier had his best game as a Hornet, had 22 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. He had uh, three steals and two blocks. Dwayne Bacon continues to struggle, which is why I'm not a fan of him right now. Devontae Graham got 30 minutes, and he got a lot of those minutes next to Terry Rozier. So at some point, we may see Devontae Graham slide in place of Dwayne Bacon. Devontae Graham had 12 points, nine assists, three turnovers, no steals or blocks. So if you picked him up, hold on to him. Malik Monk showing signs of life. Another solid game. He had 18 points. He was plus 15. So he's another contender we could see getting more minutes at the expense of Dwayne Bacon. Marvin Williams got about 20 minutes. He had 11 points, but I'm avoiding him right now. There's a youth movement going on, and he's getting part of it. For the Sacramento Kings, Harrison Barnes had his best game right after I dropped him in one of my leagues. He had 22 points, 7 rebounds, 3 steals, 10 of 18 shooting. Still not really excited for the guy. I'm probably okay that I dropped him for Josh Hart. But this might buy him a little bit more leash if you have him on your team before dropping him. Belishka got 25 minutes at 11 points, 4 rebounds. He can get hot in a hurry, so I would probably consider him in a deeper format if he's on the waiver wire. Rashawn Holmes, 17 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals, and 3 blocks. And I wish I would have picked him up in more leagues because... My prediction came true. He is now the starter, and he got 35 minutes in this one. Buddy Heald had 23 points, 8 of 22 shooting. So he's competing with C.J. McCollum there. But he hit 7 of his 16 three-pointers, 16 three-point attempts. Pretty crazy. And he had two steals. If you have him, continue using him. That bad game he had before is a thing of the past. 
De'Aaron Fox continues to not play the way I expected. Still not an awful game. 6 of 16 shooting. Hit one of his five three-pointers, all three of his free throws. Had seven rebounds, ten assists, five turnovers, however. He did get two steals and a block, which is what I like he's able to do. Hopefully he can get the scoring and efficiency up. Bogdan Bogdanovich has had a rough shooting season. He was only 4 of 14, missed nine of his 11 three-pointers. Uh, three he did have five assists and a steal, but he's really hurting the team right now with his inefficiency. Trevor Ariza got 21 minutes, only had three points, and no one else on the bench did anything of note. So we're over 40 minutes. I lied to you. I'm sorry. The Los Angeles Clippers without Kawhi Leonard took on the Utah Jazz, and they lost this one by 14. So the rest games for Kawhi Leonard start, showing why his value took a hit. Hopefully it doesn't happen with much frequency, but it's a bit concerning that they lost this game by resting him. Hopefully it's not a serious injury. The Clippers are now 3-2, Utah 4-1. And the takeaways here, Landry Shamet got 32 minutes, but didn't do a whole lot in those minutes. Patrick Patterson continues to get a decent amount of minutes, but again, only scored three points, so I'm avoiding him. Ivica Zubak got 18 minutes, had 8 points and 8 rebounds and 2 blocks. Can't really expect much more in that limited amount of time. Lou Williams got a start in this one, had 24 points, 4 assists, 5 turnovers, however. He was 9 of 17 shooting, minus 11. And Patrick Beverly also played 25 minutes. He had 8 points and a steal, 4 of 13 shooting, no 3-pointers. He was minus 13. Jermichael Green showing some value. He played 27 minutes, made eight of his 11 shots, hit five of the six three-pointers, had eight rebounds. He had a block and 23 points. If you're in like a 18, 20-team league, I'd probably pick up Jermichael Green to see if he can continue doing this. He's proven to be a valuable fantasy player in the past for his ability to get steals, blocks, and hit three-pointers. He could be a flash in the pan like Mo Harkless was, who only got 17 minutes and only two points. So I'm dropping him wherever I have him. Fluky game here. Montrezl Harrell only got 13 minutes. And he was minus 14. I don't expect that to happen moving forward. So just remember, if you do pick up Jermichael Green, that it has a lot to do with the fact Montrezl Harrell only got 13 minutes in this one. For the Utah Jazz, Bojan Bogdanovic had 14 points on 11 shots. Royce O'Neal got 23 minutes and had 0 points, and that's the level of interest I have in him. 0. Rudy Gobert had uh, 13 points, 7 rebounds, got a steal and 2 blocks. Missed 5 of his 8 free throws, so you know when you get Gobert, free throw shooting is something you're not going to be competitive in. Donovan Mitchell continues his strong play. He had 24 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 10 to 17 shooting. I'm really liking him so far. Mike Conley finally showed that he was a 20-point-per-game scorer just last season. He was 11 of 17, 5 of 8 three-pointers, had 5 assists and 29 points with 2 steals. If somebody happened to drop him in your league, go pick him up. 
Joe Ingles had 10 points and 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 three-pointers in 31 minutes. That's more like the Joe Ingles we want to see. Uh, off the bench, Emmanuel Moutier sticks out. He had 8 points and 5 assists in 16 minutes. But again, at minutes that low, I'm not trusting a player like that outside of the deepest of leagues. Almost done, guys. Last and certainly not least, we had the Phoenix Suns defeating the distraught Golden State Warriors, 121-110. Kelly Oubre had 11 points, 5 of 10 shooting with 7 rebounds. Didn't get you the steals and blocks you normally expect, but he can't do it every game. That's where their average is. Dario Saric had a strong game, 16 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. With 5 steals, 7 of 15 shooting, hit 2 3-pointers. Really good game for him. He may be on your waiver wire if he continues playing like that. You're going to want to give him a good hard look. Aaron Baines, a guy I suggested you guys pick up while... Uh, oh, gosh. A guy I suggested you pick up instead of Frank Kaminsky. He had 9 of 18 shooting. He had 24 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, and 3 blocks. That's a really nice stat line. He's had mostly good games. So while DeAndre Ayton is gone, I'm picking up Aaron Baines wherever he's available. If you missed out on Rashawn Holmes, Aaron Baines is still a sneaky value, though, for not much longer if he continues doing games like this. The 7 assists really stand out to me. It shows how skilled he is. Devin Booker had 31 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. That's typical what you can expect for Devin Booker. He had 6 of his 10 three-pointers. Ricky Rubio was back in this one. He had 14 points, 4 of 8 shooting. Hit both of his three-pointers. He had 7 assists, a steal, and only one turnover. Frank Kaminsky had an ugly game and will probably be dropped by a lot of people after this one. He had 4 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. Missed all six of his shots. He played only 18 minutes. Michael Bridges only got 15 minutes in this one. And I think at this point, if you're still holding on, it's time to let go until we see him getting at least 25 minutes a game. The minutes just aren't there, even against an undersized Golden State Warriors team. The coach doesn't seem to have the belief in him that was had for him last year. On the Golden State Warriors side of things, Steph Curry broke his hand. It's to be seen how long he will be gone. He only played 21 minutes. Aaron Baines took out Stephen Curry. So if you don't want to pick him as an angry Stephen Curry owner, I would understand. Uh, D'Angelo Russell had 15 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. Hopefully, he can step it up with Steph Curry gone. They're going to need him a lot. They don't really have any guards that can make up what Steph Curry does. Really no team does. Draymond Green struggled in this one as well. He had four points, uh, five rebounds, four assists, and a steal. I believe he was dealing with a back injury that limited his minutes. Glenn Robinson the third got 17 points, two rebounds. He had a steal and a block. Looks like he's starting, and with the injury to Steph Curry, he may have to step up his offensive game. So you want to give Glenn Robinson the third to look. He continues to start. He could be in for a great season with all the opportunities now suddenly available on the Warriors. Off the bench, Omari Spellman 
had 4.6 rebounds, missed all five of his shots. I'm not excited for him. Jordan Poole, I know somebody asked about him yesterday, but he had a pretty pedestrian game. He was plus nine in the minutes he played, um, and with the injury to Steph Curry, we could see him move up the pecking order. Alec Burks got 17 minutes, had seven points. He can't do anything but score. Doesn't help you anywhere else. Willie Colley-Stein is back. He had 12 points, five rebounds, and a block. His minutes are probably going to slowly creep up, so if he's on your waiver wire, this is your time to take a chance on him. Damian Lee. A lot of people went crazy rushing to pick him up. He had a really good game last time, but even with Steph Curry injured in this one, he only got 11 minutes. Had three points, three rebounds, two turnovers. Nothing exciting. Nothing exciting at all. So, this is the recap for Wednesday, 10-30-2019. I'll have the waiver wire trends later today. It'll be a shorter video. Maybe you don't want to sit here and listen to 50 minutes of me talk. Look out for that. But if you're listening to this, you did just listen to me talk for 50 minutes. And God bless you. I really appreciate you. I'll continue making these for you. Just continue to support what I'm doing here. Like this video. Leave a comment below. Click that bell notification. And the greatest thing that you can do for me is click that subscribe button so that I can continue getting views and find the motivation to continue making this content and helping you do well with your teams. You can also visit www.barocklesnarhoops.com. I wanted 40 minutes, but we will have to settle for 50 minutes. Until next time, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Take care.